What is good, guys, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Sneaker Reselling 101 podcast. We are at episode number 17 now. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. And we're just so grateful for all you guys. We just, You know what I mean? Every single episode, we just want to show our gratitude towards you guys because, again, Dom and I just started this podcast out of the blue. It wasn't really anything planned, and... um yeah, we're really doing it. We're we're being consistent with it. So, Don, yes, how are you, my guy? Good, bro. Good. Just uh, we keep these coming. I like it. Episode I love it 17. too, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Episode seventeen, baby. So, yeah, man. I've just been I've been feeling under the weather. So, um, I don't know, man. I had a sore throat. Right. I just started having a sore throat yesterday. I can't breathe. <laughs> like I can't. I'm so congested right now, but I can't breathe. But I was like, you know what? For the for the resung 101 pod, you gotta, <laughs> I gotta I gotta do it, bro. Regardless, so you should try this stuff, bro. Flonase saved my ass. I was sick too. I was going through it. I think I might have that. Try it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check downstairs if I have that. But yeah, man, let's get straight into this, bro. Yep. So first thing you want to talk about was. Let's well actually let's talk about some updates. Are there sure. any, any new updates that you that uh that you've been up to with business yeah. or just personal life? Well sure. Here's here's one thing I'll point out. I don't know how in depth we've ever talked about this, but um I have that like upper body injury that's been kind of I haven't really known what it was for a couple of years now. Like I haven't I haven't been able to really like shoot or play basketball in a long time and it's always it's a big part of the reason Tony does most of the cleaning for us is because my arms can't really take too much work. Um, but I finally found a physical therapist that I think is pushing me in the right direction. So I feel like I'm, I've been like very not optimistic about like my physical health for a while. And I, I think I'm finally on the right track. So I'm actually really excited about that. That's good, bro. Cause yeah. I, I remember you had a problem with your elbow, right? Was it your yeah. elbow? Yeah. Okay. But it's so... just been like a general upper body thing. Like I felt, I felt pain in different areas on different days. I don't think a lot of people know this because I rarely talk about it. But, I know you um, don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's been elbow, shoulder, neck, upper back, even like wrist, forearm, like just depending on the day and depending on the activity I've been doing. Um, I think it's like a back of shoulder, upper back type injury. So we're we're starting to work through it, get through some exercises. I've been doing really well the last like two weeks now. So I think That's I think good, I'm finally bro. getting better on that, which is big. Dude, I want to play basketball again. Hey man, <laughs> I, I remember uh, what, what was it? Dom in November, right? Yeah. Dom in November, right? Yeah, and I That's couldn't crazy. shoot, dude. I started shooting, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like my arms are still fucked up. Yeah, I feel you. You can't. You, you said you can't shoot right now. I shot the other day, actually. Okay. That's um, crazy, bro. Yeah, it, bro. That that brings back so many crazy memories. I I don't know how how long anyone has been following us on TikTok or just on any platform but dom 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 started dom in november and then after i saw his tiktok i started dealing in october and we were just just talking shit that on these dates we would be ready to ball up all the other resellers yeah it it was it was great we even we even were planning to like do a 1v1 right we i was i was planning to go out there just to play one-on-one with you uh, Dom in November versus Dylan in October. That's crazy, bro. That used to legit be a thing. Man, I, I, I miss that. I really, really miss that. And 
Oh, man, I, I hate I still I hate bringing this up, bro. Like it's been how long? It's been two weeks. I think two weeks now since my my TikTok has been banned with over with ver, verified account with over one hundred ninety seven thousand uh, followers on it. I've been trying to I've been trying to consistently email them, spam them. I don't know, bro. TikTok, you you can't really contact TikTok, bro. So, if anyone is is listening right now and has any idea how to get their TikTok unbanned, please let me know, please. Yeah, there's Man. gotta be there's gotta be someone out there who knows what strings you can pull. But yeah, they um they don't seem to really give a shit about the person on the other end thinking it's fair because they haven't offered you. I mean, I know this from other people who've had similar issues. They, they don't really care to offer an explanation or offer you yeah. a way to like work with them and, and get your content where they want it. Cause they obviously yeah. think they banned you for a reason. It's just a weird situation where they're not giving any transparency as to what they're doing and they don't seem exactly. to, care to do so. Exactly. They, they really, they really don't. And like, I really still care about the platform a lot. I, I really believe that TikTok is going to do a lot of big things for a lot of people within the next few years. Right. I, that's what I personally feel like. I feel like it's still like the beginning stages of TikTok. But man, you know, that actually brings brings me to the topic of like, you know, knock on wood. I hope this never happens. But like I'm building my YouTube platform right now. What if one of these days I get that banned or even our even our, our Instagram platforms like we have to we have we always have to take that in consideration because not everything is guaranteed, you know. Like we have big platforms on all these other social media platforms, but what if one day it's just all gone? Hundred percent. You never know. I mean, that's that's one of the. It's one of the reasons that if you're doing great on TikTok and you're not really a YouTuber, you might want to throw out a YouTube video once a week or once every two weeks and try to get some of your audience spread out. Um, same for posting your TikTok content onto YouTube Shorts, IG Reels, all that stuff. I mean, it's all the stuff we usually talk about. That's just another reason that you want to spread out your audience onto multiple platforms. But there's also the brand name that you're building up, right? Because a lot of people know you, right? They know Dylan Sangley and they will see you on different platforms. So even if you haven't built up the platform yet, they'll follow you more quickly. They'll say, oh shit, like, this guy that I loved on TikTok is also here. I'm going to give him a follow. So I think, I think the name value can go a long way. Like all that brand equity you built through your original TikTok account isn't gone just because the account's gone. You yeah, know? I feel that, bro. I feel that. And, you know, just for anyone listening right now, this is the main reason why we push out content so much. This is the main reason why we always talk about YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. That's the reason why we talk about all that so much is because that we want to really show you guys the the real significance of building these platforms right and how much it can really help you with your resale business or just any business in general i know i know an entrepreneur that was doing like less than a thousand dollars in sales or even just profit i think i think profit I think it was less than $1,000 in profit. And she made one viral video. And now she has a six-figure business, bro. It's insane. In one year. In a matter of one year. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's huge. That that can change a lot of lives for a lot of people. And I don't know, man. 
if you're not on it, get on it. We say it every time, get on it. Get on it now if you're not on it, mm -hmm. right? So no doubt. Yeah, man. If you want to, you want to add anything onto that? I know we're gonna talk about social media more later on, but you want to add anything onto that right now while um, we're on the topic? Sure. Just to, up, I mean, kind of update people. I, in some of these recent videos, I've talked about how I wasn't really making short videos. I wasn't feeling all that inspired. Um, I've been pushing a little more, one to two short videos every day. I got a few YouTube videos in the bag too that I just gotta sit down and finish editing. I have one that's like eighty percent done. So I'm. Um, Picking up the pace again a little bit, you know. I like it. I, I did see that. You sent me a picture of you setting up your draft for TikTok. I love that, bro. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a great strategy. It's like not every day you're gonna be able to create content. So if you wanna if you wanna put out content every day, it's good to have a handful in drafts. I know that's something you've talked about a lot on this exactly. episode or on this podcast. It's huge. Right. Like there's many, there's many days where I sit down all day and I'm grinding out the operational work of this business, cleaning shoes, listing shoes, shipping shoes, unboxing shoes, legit checking shoes, all that good stuff. And responding um, to DMs, responding to DMs, but just um, on those days, making as much content about that process as possible and then saving some of them in drafts. And then some of the days where maybe I'm just editing a video for a lot of the day and I don't really do anything to record or a day where I'm just not feeling like making content or a day where I go out and do something else. It's like, you have these drafts in your bag to go put out there. So I think that's a good strategy to do it. The days where you're locked in and you're really grinding it out, which, you know, for us is a lot. Just get a handful of drafts done, get one video out and then have a few more in reserve or get two or three videos out and have a few more in reserve. Exactly. Exactly. Bro, like I told you before, when I used to go to, this, to these sneaker con events or just any sneaker event in general, I would, I would make so much content. Right. And you and I have talked after I went to a sneaker con or I, after I went to a sneaker event and I would tell you how many, how many uh, videos I made just at that one event alone. Mm -hmm. And just to think that's all gone. Like I, I hope I could get it back, but it's just all gone right now. It's just crazy. I put it, I, I probably, I put so much hours into me yeah, creating those drafts and I feel you like I kind of feel what you felt like a few weeks ago or a few months ago or whatever, when you, when you said that you felt unmotivated, is that, was that what you said? Unmotivated, right? Yeah. Uninspired <sighs> is the word I, I'd say sometimes. It's like, I, I know that I want to be creating, but I don't really know what to gotcha. create. You know what I I'm got, saying? That's, I, that's exactly how I'm feeling right now, Dom. That's exactly how I'm feeling right now. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like it, it feels kind of weird to me because I feel like you're almost never in that zone. It's weird. To exactly. You that. I don't think I've ever heard you in the zone before. Exactly, bro. Exact. That's exactly why it feels so weird because I'm always creating content. I'm always making content. And just for me to say that, like, I don't know, just for these, these past few days I've been thinking about, it, I'm like, dang, like, Except for the YouTube videos, the YouTube videos I've been pushing out YouTube videos every single day. But like just for TikTok alone, um, I don't know. I just I I feel like I'm not making the same content I used to before, and the content is not as creative. I might just be overthinking, but I think you're overthinking. I don't know. It's tough to say. I don't have a great answer for this yet because I find myself going in and out of this as well. Where like some days I'm like, let's let's get them out, and some days I'm like, I don't really. I don't know what I'm going to put out there, but that's why, that's why I like the drafts. 
you have a handful exactly. saved in drafts, then you don't have that much pressure on yourself. You can take a couple of days when you're not feeling that inspired, push some more exactly. stuff out, and then go back to the drawing board. But exactly. That's a tough one. If I, we got to figure out the answer to that. How to how to stay zoned in. How to like find exactly. inspiration when you're out of it, because that would help a lot of people. That yeah, it would. It really, really would. And I I don't know. I hate to say it, but I I feel like I feel it that way because of the TikTok, of the band TikTok. And I'm I'm sure. just gonna be, I'm just gonna be honest. You know what I mean? Because sure. you know. When I when I was when I was building that TikTok, I knew no one. I knew I didn't know you. I didn't know Rob. I didn't know anyone on the platform. George, I didn't know anyone on the platform. You know, <clears throat> so when I was at the bottom, I felt so inspired to like reach out to you guys, network, try to do collabs, try to do this and that. Even when even when I had like less than a thousand followers on the platform, you know, and then. I don't know. Once I once I got over a hundred ninety seven thousand followers or whatever, I kind of just felt comfortable in a way, right? Where I had all those drafts and I would just post them two times, you know, two times a day or whatever, and then now it's just gone. And then I'm just like, damn! Now I got to restart all over again. You know, like when when you're when you're at the bottom, no one supports you, and then when you when you're at the top, everyone's like, "Oh, bro, I've always supported you when you're at, when you're at the bottom, whatever." And then now, when you get when you get your shit banned, like no one's just like, "All right, I don't really don't give a fuck." <laughs> That's kind of how I feel like right now, bro. But again, yeah. I just I got to keep my head straight. That's, yeah, it's you just got to keep pushing for sure. I'm not exactly, bro. I I definitely I definitely understand how like, I just for anyone who didn't fully pick it up. So Dylan had a bunch of videos in drafts on his TikTok account. So these were all videos he made at events, put in the work to already create this content. And then when he got banned, he lost all access to it. So I know, I'm sure that's that's part of the reason you're feeling that is like, there's like this feeling that you lost something because you lost all that content and it's like hard to keep pushing through it. But exactly, you know, exactly. Like, you gotta keep pushing. I don't know. I, I know. I know I'll eventually get it back, but it's just eventually get so? that motivation back. I mean, oh, okay. probably not the TikTok. I, I hope no. I can really get the TikTok back. I really hope I can. But um, bro, pull up on him in Culver City. Bro, I was really thinking about. I was literally gonna call them or something. I was looking for a contact number because I don't know. It's crazy because I, I I always check out videos all the time and how to get in, how to get your TikTok account unbanned, and I watch these same videos and it's just all repetitive, like. Just spam these emails, submit appeals, do all this, do all that. And I know there's so many creators out there that ha that had even bigger platforms that than I had that are going through the same exact thing right now. And I don't know. I, I know a lot of people listening to us are here mainly for resale content. So that's why I don't I don't want to stay on this topic for too long. But um at this you know, point, at this point with where we've evolved with this podcast if people aren't interested in social media i can't imagine they're still listening honestly exactly somewhat interested exactly exactly but again like it's still really really important for the business for the resale yeah for the resale community for the business community in general sure. but um yeah man that's how i that's how i feel right now that's how i, I personally feel right now so um 
I mean, while we're on this, might as well just start hitting all the all the social media topics and then get into your topics that you put in. Because I know I know you have um, that that you put on here TikTok and YouTube content. So talk yeah, about that a little bit more. Yeah, we're we're pretty much we've already pretty much gone over that. Just like the drafts and stuff. The drafts, just just being. I feel like I'm like back in the zone. I really want to. I still want to do more. I'm still probably searching for that next next level on on the content side on just like really pushing but i'm i think i'm getting back into a routine where i'm posting a consistent amount of content so that's i see it and i see it's crazy because i i see it too and um i see you a lot more on instagram i see a lot more on all you know tiktok i see a lot more on youtube and i'm like dang okay dom's back on it i love to see it you should you show me your your drafts i love to see that so again bro just keep while you're at that moment, bro, just keep pushing. You know what I mean? I have some good um, long YouTube videos on the way, too. I've just been, like, I've been struggling to carve out time to really just sit down and edit those. Yeah. Really, my attention spans short on that, bro. I get I get bored editing my own YouTube videos. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I just got to yeah. Because you have to go through the same moment again that you, that you already went through. Yeah. Especially <laughs> the GoPro footage, bro. Because I have, like, an hour block of my last cash out video, and that shit's taking so long to just to just trim up exactly. it's a good video though it's a good video I, Bro, I, I love cash out videos and i think i I, yeah. think I, I put a topic on that cash out videos like interactive so so what i put on here on on our notes is why interactive content is the move that's what you mean when when you have a video of like your perspective of you exactly to yeah and i think i think that might be we talked about this too on the phone before we got on this i think that's where some of your lack of like inspiration is coming from is a lot of your videos that you've been rolling out were those videos from events where you capture interactions you capture all these shoes you're exactly seeing, you push that out there and now that you don't have that like that's more natural like exactly when you're going out and just doing stuff in person all that content you're not thinking of ideas you're recording moments it's a lot yeah. easier and i think people really enjoy watching that something about like watching two people interact is um entertaining in a different way than just a single person talking at a camera you know oh yeah man a lot of people enjoy it bro i've seen a lot of youtubers right now there's so many youtubers right now that are just blowing up just because of that interactive content of that one-on-one versus the customer and the and the consumer you know yeah definitely bro it's crazy and that's that's what type of content is doing really really well for me on youtube and i know that's very very well for you on all platforms as well yeah yeah those videos the negotiation videos the short ones go crazy too they do they do bro and i i remember a lot of your tiktok uh, a lot of the the content that you that you trimmed up on youtube then put on tiktok did very very well as well so i think that's what i gotta do too i gotta like experiment more with the content the longer form content trim it up a little bit post it up on all these um all these other reels and you know all these other platforms yeah that's a grind but that can turn out really good like as you know if anyone's listened to this i've probably talked about this before but like kobe's for example the cash out I, i love taking these videos where i'm negotiating with people for a couple of hours trim it into like 30 minutes to an hour of youtube and then cut out all these like 30 second clips of the negotiations for like the short content I think that turns out excuse me i think that turns out really good yeah 
Yeah, bro. I feel that. And you know what's crazy about YouTube Shorts too? What? They give you random bonuses. I got a I got a two hundred dollar bonus, and then today I got a five hundred dollar bonus. How much have you made on YouTube in total? I don't know if that's uh, an open question for this or not. Uh, in to total, yeah. I want to say I've made about like thirteen hundred. Pretty good. Thirteen hundred, or like yeah, thirteen fourteen hundred. Yeah. With but yeah, because I started just going hard on YouTube this year. Well, like in the middle of this year, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I kinda, remember. Kind of in like June or July area mm-hmm. when I started picking it up again. Everyone who's listened, everyone who's listened to all seventeen episodes knows. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, bro. Exactly about about the little roller coaster going up and down, going up and down, and now it's been consistently going up. And that moves on to the next topic where I've seen it go a little bit down now. So I kind of want to talk about that too, bro. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the YouTube growth has slightly slowed down. I remember, I remember growing every, every week, a thousand subscribers each week. And I, I, I just, I'm just curious. I'm like, why, why is that happening? Um, but here's, here's my guess. I'll bet that some of your shorts that were really blowing up, we're just getting pushed and pushed and pushed yeah. and pushed. And that's probably where the the um, majority of your growth was coming from. And my bet yeah. is that um, the engagement now on each additional viewer is gradually becoming less and less because it's just hit a lot of the audience that it's going to hit. You know, like once a video hits 3 million, <laughs> a lot of those videos are going to be out of run at that point. You know, you can only show exactly. the video to so many different people. So I would bet that your super viral YouTube videos are just starting to slow down. And it's just yeah. about, it's just about creating and sticking to the process and keep putting. Exactly. And I think another one, um, especially on shorts, man, another one will pick up steam at some point, but that's just how I would think of it. I think it's just um, some of those older videos are probably slowing down a bit now. Cause shit, dude, when a video, when like you're probably getting a million views a week on shorts for a little yeah. bit, weren't you? Yeah, it, yeah, it's actually it's actually pretty. It was crazy. That's wild. The yeah. the growth was really really crazy, and that yeah, what you said about picking it up again. I know that I know something something else might pop off. I feel like I got to provide more value to the to the consumer. But watching gonna, the video, I'm gonna make a counter argument. I think some of your videos that blew up were more about entertainment than like entertainment. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I feel that too. I feel that too. You know, because there's there's different ways to think about it. It's like there's providing value, like legitimate business advice, tips and tricks, um, real life, like how to do these things. And then there's like just people who like shoes being entertained by shoes or entertained by personality or whatever it is. So I think there's different ways to come at the value side of it. Yeah. You know, in my perspective, I feel like the value game is the better game it i would rather have a video that has a lot of value go viral than an entertaining video go viral and then me get some you know exposure off of that i i don't know i just feel like you'll have a lot more of a genuine audience rather than people that are just trying to troll you the whole time you know what i mean i got you 
because you you've said it before in the previous podcast when you posted this long video at Kobe's about you cashing out on steals from this one guy, you posted a short form content of that same exact thing on YouTube. And you got all these shows saying that, Oh, everything you bought was fake, but on your long form video, no one said shit about that. You know yeah, what I mean? It was, it, that was very interesting. I was, you know, you know, it's really funny. I caught up with a friend I haven't seen in a few months um, yesterday. And the first thing he asked me is like, or not the first thing, but he asked about it. He was like, yo, like I saw one of your videos went crazy. <laughs> we talked about it for a second. He was like, were those shoes actually fake? And I was like, nah. no, I, I explained to him exactly what we talked about here about like how the context just created a completely different like reaction in, in the long form video versus short form video. But what also comes from that is like, that's just a, a cost of blowing up on social media. Like, I don't, I don't know exactly, exactly what it is, but like every video I've ever had gone viral has gotten excessive hate. And that's just like, yeah, I've learned, I've learned to like, not, I mean, um, to be completely honest, I just don't look at it. Cause like, I, I understand it's not personal because it happens every time something goes viral. It's just part of like how the game works for whatever reason. Um, that's just something that comes with it. I don't know. It's such a it's such a weird thing, like trying to understand why that pattern seems to play out over and over. I feel you, bro. And you know, it's funny that you said that you just ignore it. Every yeah. single comment, well, at least you respond. I try, every single comment, I try to respond to all of them. So when you every have a video comment. go for three million, like if I go to your best shorts video, have you responded to every comment? I could probably ninety percent guarantee you that I probably responded at least at least a good a really really good chunk of those and I, I know a lot of those I know I know there's a, a really really large amount of um, comments on that video you probably how many how many comments do you think you responded to like actual number roughly it's like let's just say the vi let's just say it has 3,000 I probably like 2.8k the fucking grind. not not even including not even including I, I don't i only respond to them one time if they reply to that i don't i don't respond to them after that because i don't get the notification on my um on my youtube studio gotcha so and a, but also that's crazy because i know a good portion of those were probably hate or troll comments it is it's it's funny though it some yeah. of it actually makes me laugh um <laughs> so today so I, I do a lot of interactive i do a lot of interactive polls on my community on my community page on on youtube mm -hmm. and i'm i'm pretty sure you've seen that because i've seen you implicate it too right you try to do that too mm -hmm. so you know today it was funny because today i made one i'm like if there was one food you can eat for the rest of your life what would it be first comment your mom I'm like, bro. <laughs> I'm like, damn. So, <laughs> yeah, I gotta go through that comment, gotta respond to that, and just, I don't know, just leave it alone. But it's just, it's funny. And then the next comment was, was like, my girl's ass or something like that. I was like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of crucial comments in there though. Just just off the viral videos. Um, Compared to the long videos, I wish a lot of the long videos would would kind of pick up like that too. It's it's pretty it's pretty funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but 
but yeah, man, let's talk about that deal, that fourteen month <laughs> deal, bro. I'm That's looking crazy, at yeah, bro. bro. You told me you talked to me about that. I made a little that short fourteen video month deal. I know I saw it. I you because you called me that day, and I'm just like, dang. So go ahead and go ahead and talk about that, bro. Yeah, let's do it. It's story time. And there's um, we talked about this also before we got on this, but there's a little lesson at the end, something that I'm taking out of this. So, um, a couple days ago, I was opening packages. You know, we get um, roughly six packages on average per day in. Obviously, we can get yeah. like 15, 20 today. Obviously, some days we'll get none. But, you know, I got my normal like six packages and I'm opening them. And <laughs> I'm usually like, I buy shoes on apps. Tony buys shoes on apps. I, but I do all the spreadsheet work. So I'm usually at least aware of every single shoe that's coming, even if I wasn't the one who directly made the purchase, you know? Yeah. So I'm unboxing and everything's normal, you know, pulled out some black hats and fire reds, whatever, the, the normal stuff. And then this box had some FIBA 12s in it. And I was like, I swear we haven't <laughs> bought FIBA 12s. Like, I'm like pretty damn certain we didn't buy FIBA 12s. And I opened the box. And it has the note card. So if you do a deal with me on Instagram, um, with the exception of like a few people I know through social media, like when I buy off of Dylan, I, I don't do this. When I buy off of you know other people like that, I don't do this. But the vast, vast majority of people who DM me, what we do is we do GUA. So I give them my buyer policy um, or my buying policy, explaining how it's going to go down. And basically, they ship me the shoes first. They include a note card in the box that has their Instagram name, their payment info, and the amount of money we agreed on. I go through, I check the shoes, and then I pay out the deal. So yep. I open this box, and it has that note card in it. So I know it's a GUA deal. And I also know that I've been, like, buying 99% off of apps and very little off of Instagram. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I was like, I know for sure I didn't make this deal. <laughs> so I pull up I pull up the guy's Instagram because his username is on the card. And the last DM that he sent me was August 14th of 2020. And what he's and his last DM said, I don't know if I can send the shoes, boss. And I just said, okay, like that's fine, no worries. Damn. Yeah, and I had the shoes, so I hit him up and I said, like, I was just like, dude, like, what, what happened? Like, why did you just send these? It's been it's been fourteen months. Dude says, I was in a coma. I just woke up. Oh no, I was in I was in a coma. Then I was hospitalized for multiple months and I just woke up and I knew I had to send these shoes. Just like, what? Damn. So, yeah, crazy. He didn't send a message before or anything. Um, like, he didn't, like, send a message like, hey, like, sorry, it's been a year and a half. Like, are you still at the same address? Because, like, I've moved three times in the last three years. I'm probably going to move again soon, actually. Um, yeah. um, so, super weird. Anyway, um, the market on that shoe had changed over time, right? So when I bought the FIBAs, the, the brand new market didn't change that much, but me and Tony talk about this a lot. Every shoe has like different multiples, meaning what the used shoes sell for in relation to the new ones. And generally when a new release comes out, most of the used pairs, even if they're not in that good of condition, will still sell for a pretty high percentage of the brand new price, just because there's not that many used pairs on the market yet, if that makes sense. So yeah. when we had originally bought the FIBAs 14 months ago, there were less used pairs on the market. They were going for a little bit more. So we were willing to pay a little bit more for them. By the time we received them 14 months later, the market had changed. Um, 
not dramatically, but we, I wasn't willing to pay the amount that we agreed on 14 months ago. And I figured that that's reasonable to want to renegotiate that after so much time, right? Because normally the expectation when you make a deal is, is like that shoe is going to be shipped at latest within a week. So I basically explained exactly. that to him. I was like, okay, like that's, that's cool. You know, I'm glad you're able to send out the shoes. I'm first and foremost, actually, I'm glad you're healthy. Like that, that matters mm -hmm. way more than a pair of shoes. But then I was like, okay, yeah. so with that said, you didn't confirm with me after 14 months that <laughs> I still wanted the shoes and the market on these has changed. So what I can do is if you want to send me um, 12 bucks for return shipping, I can ship them out for you. If you want to send me a return label, I can send them back for you or I can pay this amount instead. And he was like arguing. He was like, well, it didn't say anywhere in your buyer policy that I had to ship in a certain amount of time. It's like, Damn. Damn. Like, that's great. Cause like, I, I don't know. I feel like that's, tell me if I'm wrong. Like, if you're listening to this, go find me on Instagram. And tell me if I'm wrong. But like 14 months seems like too long to then be like, Oh, like yeah. now, now I'm going to ship you your product. Like I literally could have moved, bro. I could be, I could exactly. be in a whole nother state for all, exactly. all, you know, it's been 14 months, but anyway, that could have um, really gone sideways if you would have moved, though. Yeah, no. If you think about it, I moved. I moved here at first in March exactly. of 2020 from North, like Central California to Southern California. Right. Right. Um, so I, if, I if we had agreed, that. if we agreed to that deal in March, and then he shipped them now, mm. I would I would never have even known he sent the shoes because he didn't DM us. I only knew because I got the box in the mail. So, anyway, long story short, I I just explained like. You know, if you sell on any app on the internet after 14 months, that deal's getting canceled. So you should probably have the same expectation for a reseller online. And we were able to renegotiate and it all went okay. And it right. was super weird. The thing where I think I can provide some value here is that's one of those situations that I never even imagined would happen. But that probably belongs in my buying policy that, like, you know, after X amount of days, um, the deal's nullified. So if you send the shoes, we're going to have to figure out an alternative arrangement potentially because like, I'm not going to stand by what we agreed on a year ago. Um, exactly, yeah. If you ship them a year later. So I just, I put that into my buying policy. So, I, you know, the buying policy is explained, um, you know, I'll pay for everything when it arrives. That's the first little passage. And then um, if anything is fake or significantly not as described, um, it may be subject to renegotiation or it may be returned. And if it's returned, I'll need you to pay for shipping. And then, the other part, what's the other part? Oh, the other part is just include a note card with your package so I know who to pay. And the last part that I just added because of this is like <laughs> ship ship within three business days. If the item's not shipped within three business days, the deal's nullified unless we agree otherwise. Like if you DM me and say, you know, can I get an extra three days? And I say, sure, then that's fine. But otherwise, like if you can't ship it within three business days, consider it no longer a deal. So anyway, yeah. that's a learning thing for me just shows like you got to think you kind of got to think of everything you know cuz i you just do never cuz especially never with learned. this business bro it anything is anything just pops up bro yeah there's so many things that pop up with with reselling and it's crazy you know there's <laughs> bro that's just crazy to me right? bro like who i, I if if i would have had made a deal with you 14 months ago and like, for example, if you were to sell those shoes to me and you and I were to make a deal, I was buying those shoes from you and we were to do a GUA deal, bro, I, you would have been out of, out of my, cause I, I have an album of GUAs that I, that I do I on a, Instagram. Yeah. Right. I have, um, 
I have a, a section in my spreadsheet. If someone doesn't ship within three weeks, I take it out. I'm like, especially exactly. I message them to confirm like, hey, do you still plan on shipping this? And if they say exactly. anything, like, yes, I go, okay, like take that deal out, you know? Right, right. But then he told you that I can't ship it out. So that He's, even gave you another reason why you should have just forgot about it. Right, right. You know, exactly. so. <laughs> I messaged him, I messaged him to confirm in August of 2020 after he didn't ship the item for three weeks to see yeah. if he could ship it. And he said, essentially, like, probably not. Yeah. Anyway, crazy, bro. So it's, crazy. it's funny. It's funny, right? Because I've done a lot of G-Way deals. I know you've done a lot of G-Way deals. Yeah. But, you know, essentially, if, because we, I've done, I've done large deals. I've done small deals. But sometimes when I do, like, the larger deals, it takes some time to, like, re, you know, negotiate, you know, figure out numbers, be on FaceTime or, you know, video chat with them. And then they just cancel last minute. They just right. cancel. And I'm like, like, bro, did you ship out the shoes? Or like, oh, I haven't got to it yet. Did you ship out the shoe? You, you, you know, I constantly message the people that are in the GUA album. And then they just, they just ghost you. I'm like, damn, <laughs> I yeah. just wasted all this time. That's, um, and that's why I don't really buy on Instagram anywhere near as much as I used to. I mean, there's, there's exactly. obviously a handful of reasons to it, but dude, so many people just don't ship. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, you could, I kind of have empathy for them because is it, I've never met the person before. I mean, sure. obviously there's sure. a reason as to why they're DMing you. So they should already have some sense of trust for you anyway. But at the and same if, time too, you know what I mean? Like if you're yeah. shipping out shoes first with over a thousand dollars, $500, whatever it is, then it's kind of, it, it seems kind of sus, which I do understand. I, I agree, but like, I don't know, I don't know how you handle it, but I'm super upfront about how I'm going to run it. Like if somebody DMs me, like I want to sell my shoes, the first thing I do is send them the buyer policy. Be like, yeah. you know, make yeah. sure you're okay with this. If you're not okay with that, like totally fine. I 100% understand. But if you are, if you are, let's go to work. And I find, and it just is what it is. You know, a lot of people, I mean, uh, some of it is like, if you sell to goat, um, I guess that's the same thing. You get paid when they receive the item. It's the same thing. Exactly. I don't exactly. I don't know exactly what it is. I think um I think a lot of times people just don't know how to ship or just don't feel like going out that, and shipping. Exactly. Yes. Like that's why it's really hard to just buy from like a supporter who's not necessarily mm -hmm. a reseller. It's like it's it's actually surprisingly hard to find a good size box for your shoes. Like I have to buy them on Amazon. I can't just like there's no local store where I can get a shoe box that's like the right size without cutting it down, for example. So like Right. I understand. And then there's the the factor of like, yeah, they have to have complete faith in you to send their shoes before getting paid, which I understand right. I understand why that would be tough. Although on the flip side, like if they've chosen to DM you that they, they have some amount of trust already. So that's Exactly. kind of an interesting like give and take there but right. push comes to shove at the end of the day most people don't ship when i do gua deals so i i usually avoid gua deals unless it's somebody that i've already done business with yep yep exactly bro and just to add on to that too a lot of a lot of sellers have asked me like okay i don't think i want to do gua but would you do paypal google services and for me i still decline it because the money come the, the money get uh they, they take the money out of my account and then they leave it on hold so the, the money's out of my account the paper paypal has it 
Now the seller, the seller doesn't get the money either because it's pending. So once I get the once I once I get the product, I can confirm that I got it, and then they get the they get the money, right? right? But then again, I've had it happen where I was like, all right, we'll do we'll go ahead and do goods and services, right? I'm gonna tell you like the exact shoe too. It was a pair of chunky donkeys, and I think we agreed to twelve hundred dollars at the time when they when they first released. So it's like, all right, I'll go ahead and send you out the twelve hundred dollars, right? Um, just let me know when you ship it out. He's like, all right, deal, whatever, got you. So I sent him out the 1200 GNS goods and services. So the money was pending, you know, no one had the money except it was, except the middleman PayPal. Right. So a week late, a few days later, I'm like, yo, bro, do you ship out the shoes yet? He's like, nah, bro, I haven't got the chance to week came by two weeks came by. And I was like, I was like, hey, bro, I don't think I want to do a deal anymore. It's taking too long. And he goes, he goes, yeah, bro, actually, I found out that I didn't get the shoes. They, that Nike canceled my order, whatever. Um, and I was like, all right, whatever, that's fine. And I had to go through a whole process of me having to call call PayPal, yeah. you know, follow, follow dispute or something like that. And then, I, bro, it took for me to, for me to send that money to him negotiate the price call paypal you know file a claim and then still have to wait for my money yeah. i could have i could have had that tw- i could have had that 1200 dollars and put it onto other shoes and i would have probably made more money within that time span yeah i'll i'll do um i mean this rarely happens for me but if it's like a like a good seller good references good reviews or something i'll sometimes do paypal goods and services but it's exactly what you said it's like yeah, you're you're safe, but you have to be prepared. I mean, you're probably safe. You obviously could lose a case that you should win, and then you lose the money. So there is some risk there, but um, you got to be prepared for that money to be locked up for a month or longer because the cases just take a while to resolve. So yeah, it's um, I don't know, it's tough. Um, the last PayPal GNS deal I did, the guy. Dude, this guy did everything to not show that the insoles were missing on the shoe. Like, he sent a full video on the shoe, and he, like, wouldn't show, like, the top part. And when I got him, they didn't have insoles. It's like, fuck. <laughs> but I got my money back, but it just took, like, a month. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that. I, I would do some deals on PayPal. I would do it with sellers that are, like, reasonably trustworthy and then be prepared for that money to get locked up for a while if it went bad. Like, not invest exactly. the amount of money that... I needed exactly exactly and I mean right right now it really wouldn't matter right because we we already have the capital we don't you know what I mean um but at the same time too if you're a smaller reseller that happened that would suck so just kind of have that really that's a really good point to bring up if you're working on like two thousand dollars of capital and you spend like fifteen hundred on PayPal GNS thinking that you're protected Maybe you're protected, but you might be out of three quarters of your working capital for a month or longer. That's, um, that can be bad. You know, that's, um, that can really slow down your business. So it's something to think about that applies to buying online anywhere, really, you know, like, um, you got to know how quick, even, even on apps, right. It would take that long, even on apps because you have Uh, to dispute it. Right. And it's usually quicker. Like most of the apps I buy on, um, if they don't ship for X amount of days, you can get your money back in a couple of days. There's not really any apps where your money's going to be locked up for more than like seven or eight days if they don't send it. 
Got it. it was, it's significantly better than PayPal GNS. Got it. Got it. All right. Let's move on to the next topic. Mystery boxes, man. This is something that a lot of people hit us up about, which is mystery box. Like, yo, where can I find this mystery box? Or a lot of people have asked me, yo, can you make me a $200 mystery box, a $100 mystery box, $1,000 mystery box? So I know you just bought one recently. So go ahead and talk about that too, bro. But why don't you, why don't we start by asking this question? Because I kind of want to talk about mystery boxes more generally. Yeah, 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 yeah. When somebody, when somebody hits you up and asks you for a $1,000 mystery box, what do you say? I, I typically tell them that I do mystery boxes, but you'll only break even on them. Because, you know, I don't know, I, I really don't do mystery boxes. I've done a few mystery boxes, but again, it's just ones that you can break even on. And exactly. JQ told me JQ told me the same thing too. He does the same exact thing where he only does mystery boxes where you can break even on. Um and I don't know if 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 I were to buy a mystery box from someone I don't know, and I'll just you know, for example, like on eBay, I know there's a lot of mystery boxes on eBay. Um I I just wouldn't make that investment, bro. Oh hell no. Because I'm just like I would rather see I would rather you know scope out deals and and build my inventory that way. I know a lot of resellers try to buy all these mystery boxes and see you know and see if they could actually like make good profit off these mystery boxes and and don't get me wrong there's some mystery boxes out there that you can make a lot of money on, but at the same time too, a majority of these mystery boxes that resellers are selling it's just to get rid of like their trash you know, <laughs> yeah. i i know like a handful of resellers that do good quality uh good quality mystery boxes but there's also a lot of other resellers that i know that you just, they just put all the bricks in there and they just they're like dang all right take take a thousand dollar mystery box they put all the you know all the Jordan sevens, all the Jordan eights in there you know whatever they can't move and then and then they call it a day and then they and then the funny thing is too the consumer gets mad but it's like if i was a seller too and and i were to just realistically if if i would just give them all my bricks i would have been like bro it's a mystery box you signed up for it you bought it you know i'm not whether or not you give me heat or whether or not you give me bricks the consumer cannot really get mad because they bought the mystery box. Right. As long, <laughs> you know as, I mean? as, long as if they spend a thousand dollars and they get roughly a thousand dollars worth of shoes, there exactly. should, there should be no reason to complain no matter what they are. Now with that, exactly. I will not sell mystery boxes for that reason. They're just, it's just yeah, like, yeah. there's so much room for people to get upset with it, whether it be a reseller that's expecting to make profit, which is what you said. You make it very clear. You're not going to make a profitable box because Dude, sourcing profitable shoes is hard work, you know? Right. Like, yeah. and, and, you know, I, I'm i personally not trying to give up free profit on a mystery box. You know, if I have to if I have to lower my price on some shoes because they're not selling and I lose profit that yeah. way and end up giving someone a good deal, that's cool. But I'm not trying to give up free profit on a box. And then if yeah. you give someone, like, an even value box, there's a lot of room for people to get upset. So that's where I'm at, too. I don't buy boxes or I don't sell boxes. And then also when it comes to the buying side, it's like, I don't, I don't expect too much because it's exactly the same thing. Like 
most people aren't sourcing crazy steals to where they can give you legitimate profit and still make their money. Um, so yeah, normally 99.9% .9 of the time I don't buy or sell mystery boxes. I don't, I don't think I'll ever sell a mystery box unless someone says like, I wear a size 11, give me a thousand dollars worth of shoes. I won't get upset no matter what you give me as long as it's worth the money. You know what I mean? Then I'd be like, all right, sure. Right. Um, I've had that happen before too, bro. And you know, you, I don't know. You just don't want to put yourself in that situation. You know what I mean? Cause there's in our, in our case, a lot of our supporters are asking for mystery boxes and I just don't want to, I don't want to yeah. like lose that, that, I don't know that, that customer relationship True. just because I sold you a good or a bad mystery box. And I can't personally, it, it might be really good to me, but it might be shit to you. You know what Fast. I mean? And you just Fast. don't want to put yourself in that situation. You know, like you don't want to like have to argue with someone that you've, that you've done first time business with. You know what I mean? I, right. I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I just, I've done it one time. I've done it one time. The customer was satisfied. And I'm like, all right, that's probably like the end of it. That's probably, yeah. that's like the only time I'm going to do it. I never did it again. That makes sense. So anyway, with yeah. all that said, I bought a mystery box. I know. I know you did. <laughs> How much um, was it again? Uh, I spent a thousand. Okay. So here's, here's the situation. <laughs> so first of all, the guy I've done a lot of business with. Um, I've bought a lot of really good steals from him. You know, we've, we've talked over the phone. Like I know he's a good dude. I bought a lot of good deals from him. He has a sneaker shop himself. Um, <laughs> and he said, it's, he said 20% ROI. Basically I messaged him and said, should I buy this box? And he said, literally quote, if you can't make profit on this box, you should quit the game. So I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's give it a shot. Um, cause I, like, I trust him. Like I've gotten some really, really <laughs> good deals from him and all the business has been good. So I'm taking my chances. Um, yeah. And it's going to, I mean, the content, the content should be good too. Exactly. Even if it's a break even box, I think it's a good, um, video, content. but I don't think, I don't think it'll yeah. be a break even box. Um, I feel you. I'm, I'm curious, bro. You should, on the next pod, you should talk about it. Well, I'll have, you know, the, this... I'll have the video out pretty quick on that one too, but exactly. I will, I will definitely yeah. talk about like all of it on the, on the next one when are you gonna get it when are you gonna get it in um i think last i checked estimated delivery is tuesday and okay so we should have a pod out by sometime around that next next week or so and you should be able to talk about it yeah. i'm curious bro i'm curious to, i'm curious to see what you got so the last the last box was similar so i bought two mystery boxes before the one from before, this guy i bought off someone we both know Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, so this box I'm buying from a guy. I've never bought a mystery box from him, but we've done a lot of business. Okay. I bought before a box from someone we both know, and mm -hmm. I got it. And I was like, I would have lost a lot of money trying to flip it, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and what I think that one came down to is we just valued the shoes differently. Like, I think he valued the shoes more than I did. Exactly. Like, I was projecting to lose, like, 150 bucks on a $1,000 investment, which would have been brutal. So he let me return yeah. that one. But oh this, really? So that's why you don't want to name drop. I was gonna say name drop, bro. But I was like, no, nah, no, nah, nah, no. There's no beef. There's no beef there at all. Like me and him are are super chill. It was, it was just like, it was a, it was just different perspectives <laughs> on some of those shoes, and we ended up just figuring it out. Um, but for this one, like I said, this guy consistently gives good deals, 
And a lot of the shoes, he said, mostly new shoes. So like, if you're saying 20% ROI and they're new, it's really easy to tell what they're worth. So it's kind of hard to go wrong there. Um, right. So anyway, I think it's going to go well. We'll see. We'll have a, yeah, there'll be a YouTube you. video out. I'll get some short videos out and we'll talk about it here. So it'll be fun. Yes, sir. And, and again, you, what, like what you said, you've done business with him. So he kind of has an idea of what you look for in steals. That's true. That's a good point. You know? mm -hmm. So, because I know you go off Go, StockX, eBay, right? eBay? I, I don't usually check market on eBay, to be honest. Okay. But yeah, bro. I, yeah, you guys have done business. I, I hope it's good. Me too. We'll Imagine see. if it's like trash. I'd be, guy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'd be so shocked if it were trash. Yeah. Because like I, I said, you. like I said, he's... He's given me some very good deals. Like consistently, everything I've bought from him, we've made anywhere from forty to like well over a hundred a piece. Um, probably, wow. uh, you know, like consistently good deals. And he's saying that this will be a profitable box. Like I believe it's going to be a profitable box. That's good. Yeah, I'm. I'm, we'll I'm really, really curious, bro. It'll be fun. Yeah, of course. So let's see. So yeah, make sure you stay tuned for the YouTube video on, on Dom's YouTube channel. Appreciate man. it. 760 Kicks TV. Let him know, man. Let him know. So let's see. You you, you wrote here thank you cards. Oh yeah. Is, That's funny. What is that? What is that supposed to mean? Um, do you do you do thank you cards in your boxes? I've gotten lazy. I used to do them all the time. I did, bro, I remember that. I remember yeah. when 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 you used to when we used to make TikTok videos about it. Yeah. I I, I don't know, man. I just I feel like people just don't care oh, anymore. Wow. Yeah. yeah, they just throw them away. Uh, and another thing too is the business card. I don't really right. put business cards in my in my boxes no more. We'll I'll I'll that, put yeah. in a sticker. I'll put in a sticker, but I won't I won't put a business card. You know, I'll I'll personally just DM them and say thank you. I won't put in the box. Um, you know, I'll tell them to say thank you, and I'll tell them to if if you want this please give us some feedback when you get it of course give us a shout out on your story whatever you want to do obviously you don't have to do it but obviously you know just to you know show us some love back you know if especially if we give them a steal i yeah, asked them right. if we could if you can uh just show love that way but i don't know i've done a lot of these little thank you letters mm -hmm. right and for anyone listening on apple Podcasts and spotify what I basically do is I have a doc and it's it's basically a typed out uh, it's basically like a typed out note for all my customers and I would just print it every single time I run out. I would I would cut it, you know, I would cut it out and then just place it in the box. I don't know, I, I just don't do it anymore. Like <clears throat> I just feel like people don't people just really get the shoes. Or they get it and then they just throw whatever's inside away and then they just start rocking the shoes. Like I feel like yeah. not there's not a lot of people that care. I used to do handwritten ones. I know you used to do handwritten yep. ones too. So for every sale. Every single sale. For every single sale, exactly. And that was a grind. That was that was definitely a grind. I remember signing every single one of them, mm -hmm. saying thank you and um yeah, it's just I don't know. I, I wouldn't call it lazy. Yeah. I just I just feel like people, it's just not really that big of a deal to people anymore. Yeah. I don't know. So I saw, I saw a poll on someone's story recently, which is what made me think of it. And it was something about like, 
do you enjoy receiving a thank you card in your box or, or something like that? And it was like 93% of people said they liked it. And I do remember that was something like, I don't know, I feel like it got pretty good um, response when I did that. So I don't know, I'm just kind of, I'm thinking about going back to it. What, what was the poll? I don't remember exactly. Something along the lines of like, do you like getting a thank you card with your shoes in a package? It was like 93% yes. Something along those lines. Really? Really? Yeah. I remember, okay. I remember people would, um, one thing, one thing specifically I remember is when people would put on their story, what they bought from me, a lot exactly. of times they'd prop up the thank you card, just a foldable thank you card and have it with yep. the shoes in the picture. And that just kind of is telling me like they, they didn't just throw it away. Like they appreciated it. So I don't know. I, I think, um, seeing that poll, <clears throat> I think I should go back to it. I would like to get some cards that are like, um, more branded. Mm -hmm. Right. yeah or maybe yeah, even make a message pre-typed out and i can sign it at the bottom or something but i feel you bro i, think... I mean i always want to show love back to the people that have yep. you know showed love to me but at the same time too i feel like the customers that i have now are are repetitive customers yeah that's so, true i mean like they get the same thank you card every time it gets i'll probably yeah. i'll probably do it I'm, I'm not gonna do the business cards no more because they, they already follow you on social media. So like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they could, they could tag you. They already know where they bought it from. But before, before we get into anything else, we have uh, a, a one minute, 20, a, a minute, 20 seconds left remaining. I think, I think we're actually at a pretty smooth ending point here. It's not exactly. like one of these abrupt endings. Yeah, exactly. Nice. We, we've, we've, we've been <laughs> in this situation where we're, episode, we hit like a really, yeah, our, our last episode where we hit a really good topic and we just run out of time and we're like, we have to speed it up a little bit. But again, we have one minute left. Uh, is there anything else you want to add, Dom? Uh, for anyone listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify who is like, why the fuck do they have a time limit? It's because yeah. Instagram limits our live videos to one hour. We obviously pre-record these on Instagram. Everyone can watch them live. And then these episodes get dropped on Instagram for people to watch them on IGTV. Uh, and then we pull that audio and put it on all platforms. So that's why we have this time limit. Um, <laughs> worked out, yeah. worked out fine today. So that's cool. Yeah, man. All right. So that was a good pod. We love you guys so much. We have 30 seconds left. So we just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to episode number 17. Stay tuned for episode number 18. Uh, make sure you guys go follow us on Reselling 101 Pod on Instagram. Listen to us on Sneaker Reselling 101 Pod on Apple Podcasts. Leave us some feedback on there. And also listen to us on Spotify. So until next time, you guys have a great night. And we'll see you guys on episode number 18. Peace. Peace.